podcast has changed my life. Dad, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. What about things that you, because what the conversation I'm referring to is one about free will and the idea mm. being that we kind of maybe don't have free will. If you had a big enough computer to look inside your head mm. and know everything, like all your biology basically, and then looked at everything in the universe, so you know what everyone else is going to do and you know mm. what you, you're going to do, you could kind of predict your future. And on that basis, maybe you don't have free will. And I was thinking, but I don't think that really matters because it's like as long as we have the illusion of free will, who it's cares? Free will, yeah. We're just we're mucking around. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, this could be a simulation. I don't care. It feels real to me, so let's get on with it. Mm. But maybe because we're biologically a certain way, certain de- like we feel like we're making big decisions. If you're doing X or Y, yeah. And then you think, oh, you think of your lives as life like uh, in going different directions, similar to Jared, right? So yeah. he thinks that if he parked a bit more responsibility responsibly then that parallel universe he's just like buying houses mm. and like he's at the races at totally. the front and everyone's holding him up on guy. on their like uh on their shoulders go jared jared and then the one his current life sad pathetic like angry yeah, he's doing well now. no 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 awful just like he's just <laughs> living on the street yeah, kind of yeah, hating yeah. regretting all well, the parking this is like the movie sliding doors but i suppose my point is that there's not one decision per day or like one important decision per yeah. week or month. There's thousands of decisions. Of course, every minute is a decision. Exactly. So your kind of and your vibe is like helping you make all those decisions. No, but I think so. You'll kind of always end up in the same direction no, over his, the course of all those decisions, basically. So if I think his is a slightly bad example because his is a mindset. Over and over, he made the same bad decision. Exactly. It's and even one, if he didn't like do he, it with it's the not parking, one parking fine that he, he didn't pay, and totally. now he's a pauper. But even if he didn't make all those parking mistakes, he would have kind of funneled whatever was making him do that into some other pr- problem in his yeah, life probably. Yeah, he would probably. have like, been addicted to the pokies yeah, or something. Like totally. there was always something that was going to do it. Yeah. I, do, I do see your point. He was born to fail in this way. <laughs> Biologically, he it was de- predetermined. <laughs> I wish I'd been there at the pub and I would have been, Jared, you fucking... The poor guy, I know you were probably just joking, you the fuck. poor guy's just making a bit of chat. <laughs> exactly. Barbecue. Good to see you guys, you know. <laughs> Absolutely gets ripped Are you up. familiar with determinism, Jared? Because you're about to be proved wrong in front of all your friends. I don't have a regret, but I've got, like, I wish I hadn't, I wish I didn't know a few things so I wouldn't get angry about them. I was just racing to get here. Okay. And it seems, you know how escalators, it's Mm. like the rule is keep left and then if you're quicker, you can overtake. I will say that uh, the respect for that in, like, London is quite high. Yeah. People will yell at you if you're not... Uh, out I of the feel way. like it kind of exists. In, well, at the moment, it, it kind just of exists. Exist. Sydney, Sydney, Christmas it's, time, it doesn't. They exist. don't do it as much, and then you're the asshole for pushing past. People are basically lying down to block. They're trying. Yeah. To, it feels like they're trying to block you on purpose. Yes. And I wish I never knew that there was this etiquette thing that you stick to the mm. left because I'm. I was so angry today. What's well, actually going the, top level of Broadway, trying mm. to get to the bottom, mm. so I can run here to do this. That's just an excuse. Just furious. Totally furious. I think there's an argument that yeah, if there's a like a custom, and it's like well followed, then it's beneficial. If there's no custom at all, then that's also fine because it's mm. like you're not expecting to get the benefit of a custom. But in the middle, if the custom exists in your mind, but not enough people are doing the custom, mm. then it's like the unhappy yeah. medium. Yeah, and that's you're where just you get in the middle. Furious, f- absolutely fuming. That's I'd, what I mean. I wish I never knew. You What's were, your regret? You were telling me that you didn't like. Westfield, and you found it all very stressful. And then I went there on Christmas Eve. Mm. I was at home. I didn't go to a West. Oh, no, I did go to Bondi Junction, Westfield, mm. I went to. I was zipping and zapping and you ducking and it? weaving and Christmas zooming Eve, and speeding. Though, it was what, awesome. What time did you go? Oh, like afternoon. Was it busy? Pretty busy. I suppose mm. not crazy. There's a, there's a point at which it's like if you can't move. Well, but I, if you feel like you have agency, mm. I feel like it's like city driving. Oh, I like Cleveland, city driving. Like Cleveland Street. Yeah, I love that. I'm like wow. zipping and zapping and it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel like I'm part of a city. But what about the time spent? Because mm. to me, it's the getting in, getting the park. Well, I wasn't rushed. Lining up for a quick sushi roll to keep you going. And yeah. you're running between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go there lining up at Rebel Sport and then yeah. you go to my, I'm on the wrong level of my. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the yeah. time spent is, re- you bump into Cam Knight. That's something I Yeah, know. yeah, That's totally. 20 minutes lost mm. there. You know, the whole day just goes. <laughs> Whereas, like, at normal time, you're just in and you're out. But there's none of that at Christmas time. I think you've just got to set. Then it's about expectations. And happiness is just the kind of expectations plus reality. If yeah. you expect to spend three hours in there 
and you kind of budget that amount of time, then mm. it's all, you're at one yeah. with the escalator. You're at one with the people. It's all a bit risk-reward because, like, you left it to the last moment mm. and it kind of worked out for you. The you present saying, buying? Yeah. Well, I didn't find the experience of buying it stressful. In terms of the presence, I think I could have done better. Yeah. But as, as we discussed, I think you end up kind of overspending because yeah. you feel guilty because you've left it to the last minute. So, yeah, so I've got two things I mm. want to say. One, one year, like, I left it to 9.30 p.m. Mm. Christmas Eve because the shops are open till midnight. Are they? And it was the best decision. I, like, yeah. I just went to, like, a Westfield. No one there. Yeah. All, it's, all, it's over for most people. So it's not even time. busy at that time. No one around. And I just what percentage get, blokes? I would say all 99. Men, all men. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then a few bad mothers. Okay. <laughs> like, a few walk around like, Okay, you don't look great. Okay. But that was the kind of vibe. But there's hardly anyone there. You can yes. chat to people. The people that work there, not really. They're kind of yes. blocked off for the year. Yeah, Or they're, they're getting ready for, like, Boxing Day sales. You mm-hmm. know, they're already putting up the, the Boxing wow. Day things. But you can – but it's such a risk because it's like – Well, all the good stuff. I mean, if the um, – is it Jingle All the Way, mm-hmm. the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that is my reference point. It starts – with him trying to get, like, the cool new toy for his son. Yeah. And then uh, he goes to grab the last one and some other father yeah. grabs it and then he can't get it for yeah. his son and, and he's promised it to his son. Two hours of entertainment. That's actually kind of – it's a very capitalist movie now I'm thinking about it. Mm. It's like make, – it's first of all, that's how you buy your son's love. Dude, I heard Also, it's like get in early. Otherwise, someone else is going to get know, it big, first. Big Christmas finance. Fight amongst stuff. yourselves. Yeah, it's from for the, the corporate awards. Yeah, it was finance for that to make you want to get in early mm. and shop. Christmas funded mm. jingle all the way. So yeah, Santa probably did. Mm-hmm. He put the cash in. I bombed with Christmas. I bought. I had to buy a present for my ninety-year-old grandma. Yeah, she's sick. PS five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. PS five and um, uh, a, like a, a login account to a masterclass. I thought it's oh. a great time to upskill. <laughs> I masterclass on what? <laughs> um, treating your grandson really nicely. Okay. No, do you know we do a whole masterclass about dude, like how to t- teach you uh, treat you nice? Did I tell you that in a moment of weakness, my girlfriend just bought two subscriptions to masterclass? No, I've got one right now. Hang on, two subscriptions. One for me, one for her. Oh my god, this is the most respect for copyright I've ever seen in my life. Or, or I've got hers and she gave one to her. Surely, brother, that would make more sense. You but just she chuck it up on your two. TV. And she got a deal for two. Yeah, basically. right. So, do you want to learn anything? I have never watched a masterclass. I feel like the tone of it is a bit serious mm. for me or something. Like the is it crazy to say that the camera quality is too good? It's really good. It it's, too, like I, it's like I don't want to see that many of Jerry Seinfeld's paws. Oh, you I know? think we should learn acting with Meryl Streep. Mm. That would be terrific. It just I mean, doesn't we feel come like out and we're like serious. It doesn't feel gritty enough Lesbians. to be the kind of way to learn. The real things that you need to learn oh. is my first impression. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> well, I could. think it's a bit of fun because they're well, cele- famous people. Totally. And part of you just want to hear them talk about the thing they're good at. Yeah. I don't think anyone is coming away being like, I don't think in 20 years' time they'll be like these superstars in whatever industry and they're like, mm. I watched the masterclass. It taught me everything. Then I Bradley Cooper. Master. Bradley Cooper went to that. Who's that um, like 90s guy who interviewed actors James inside Lip- the actor's James studio? Lipton. Yeah, Bradley Cooper stood up at one of those and asked a question. To so. Kevin Spacey, I think. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, there said, we go. Did you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and and Kevin Spacey just said, "Yes, I did." Yeah. And I'm also quite litigious about that, especially in Australia. Yeah. And I listen to every single podcast, <laughs> and I make sure not to include in the lawsuit the person who was sitting next to the person what's, who said the defamatory thing. What's so the time code? I, I, I officially it out. leave it you out. out. You can, Tom. I leave you, can you out. Fuck. Beep. Okay. That's how. <laughs> Shane Lee. <laughs> Shane Lee wishes. Shane Lee was jealous. Are you kidding? Um, beat that as well. Yeah, I don't. Yes, I don't think that. First of all, the camera quality means that you're going to learn heaps. I have seen clips of masterclasses where they. It seems a bit informative. It seems a bit interesting. Mm. So I'm not kind of completely. I've never watched one. But my other concern is, or question, is if you want to learn about something, do you learn from the best? I feel like you learn from the tenth oh. best. You want to learn from someone who's like two steps above you. You want to learn not from like two hundred steps above you because they're talking a language. First of all, they don't, they can't fucking think what it was like to be you. It's been so long since they were at your level. That's true. And they've probably spoken. So this is my other thing. Celebrities, like top of their field, people that are going to be doing masterclasses, have been asked so many of these questions by like people on the street or at a dinner or whatever, mm. that they, I think they develop kind of normal bite-sized things to oh, say at yeah, Diddy yeah, parties yeah. about th- these topics, which kind of over time kind of aren't that truthful. It's just the thing that they say. 
and then they'd they'd forget that the thing that they say isn't actually so, right, and then I they'd say, just say that in a masterclass, and then, so they're watched, actually accidentally lying I've, to you. I've never watched a masterclass. Yeah, you've never watched. No, you love them. You've got double subscription. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it doesn't mean one I've for gone. upstairs, one for downstairs. <laughs> I actually love it the masterclass. Mean I, have, I haven't gone in yet, though, on any the of The real them. masterclass is in the fucking upsell on the digital subscription Dude, page. I've two one of them. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think there'd be more than – I don't think it's just an int- – I think that there's probably like – I think they have to put a lot of work in to it. To the masterclass. I, I don't think masterclass – to me, masterclass is a very respectable brand. Yeah. It might not be. I don't know. I don't know either. Just whoever their talent we'll – adds them. Whoever their talent guy is unbelievable. <laughs> They've gotten some top It's crazy. Dogs. Yeah, it's – not like are they like ten people. hours with Gwyneth Paltrow, or like is it like a one hour thing? No, I like think with it's, someone like that who's doing an acting, like a Meryl Streep. Yeah, acting. I think it's a lot. I think ten it's hours, like, ten courses. Be, they might be half hour. Yes, but, but like a bunch in a row on different topics and stuff, yeah. like a uni yeah, course. It's a course, kind of. yeah, 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 yeah. And you come out as a month. But then the question master. is, like, if you're booking, so like you're the talent guy mm. on Masterclass, and you get Meryl Streep, yeah. you're stoked. You are calling your boss. You're like, I've booked Meryl Streep. Yeah. She's going to do a course. This is fantastic. She yeah. shows up. Who knows who prepares what the course looks like? I'd imagine Masterclass does some of that work and sends it through. But, yeah. They'd have a discussion with um, Meryl Streep about kind of what she wanted to cover. I reckon she comes in and she kind of just riffs it out. Well, you, Meryl and then Streep, you, what, can you kind say, of got to let do what That's what I mean. It's like do. the talent, like she's coming. You're not going to be like, excuse me, Meryl, that was a bit vague. I want Run it speci- again, Meryl. Yeah, I want specific advice. Like, do you do it in the mirror? Do you use your hands? Mm. Like, but I think they would have sent her yeah. a template. Okay. What we're going to prepare some stuff. Mm. It is from speak from the heart, Meryl. It is your <laughs> advice. Yes. How much do you reckon she got? Pat? Like she must have got. They must What's get the other so thing? Who's signing up for these? Jules. Jules bought two. Yeah. So but people enough, like her. enough to be paying millions. I suppose you wouldn't give them millions. Oh, uh, for like well, a, a nah, day's work. I reckon probably. you'd give them millions. Meryl Streep. Millions for Meryl Streep. Nah. It's like her giving for one away day her, sec- her acting secrets. But that's the thing. It's not How her actual secrets. You? She's not giving top tier secrets, is she? She'd well, give third tier secrets uh, well, so about so things she's forgotten. How much would you happened. charge for all your comedy knowledge? <laughs> all of my knowledge. Yeah, all of your knowledge. Well, I think maybe that's why, uh, why I'm thinking this way. Because if someone did F- come and say, oh, a bit higher. Five grand. I'd want to see how high I could go. Totally. I'd want more than five. But I don't know what I'd say. I don't have that much. Like, a lot of it's intu- intuitive. But you know I'd I mean? interview you about it. Sure. And then we would, would from that, would yeah, form you cut a it together. framework of a course. I reckon you could get 20 grand. From Masterclass. For it, yeah. Well, I don't think Masterclass would be interested. They only want kind of people at the top of their field. Although yeah. it's a pr- funny email to send. <laughs> Offering your own masterclass to masterclass and then have them say no, thank you, and then like pester them every day, being like, okay, I took the come down nineteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, send them videos. You've already done it, and then a master. It's maybe similar to that thing I did years ago, where I was trying to be annoying in a Facebook group, but send them masterclasses on how to respond to emails more promptly because they haven't gotten back to oh, me yeah, about yeah, my yeah, offer yeah, to be yeah, on masterclass. Yeah, so you could do yeah two a minute video on basic admin. Well, yeah, well you could in business, it's re- it's responsible and kind of polite to respond within at least 48 hours of receiving an email, even if you don't like the offer, to respond with a counteroffer or an apology saying that you're not interested. And yet Masterclass Inc. has not replied in five days to my very fair request to give my comedy expertise. They're deleting <laughs> immediately. They um, you, Well, you could start a rival Masterclass okay. to try and take them down. Yes. But, like... It could, it could start that way because you have beef with Masterclass because I don't accept your Masterclass. Yes. So then you start, you then get some famous people you know. Can I, I want to really do this. Yeah, it <laughs> I'm is gonna do funny. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. How many videos would you have to film, do you think? However many they do, I'd want to do a, a Masterclass just do like one. Just like one minute ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just be like, I've taken the liberty. Also, but if you, you filmed them like, really good. Dude, because you do like, in some of your comedy, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn, mm. but um, you do graphs. What? Okay, I didn't. I shouldn't delete this. <laughs> okay, edit this out. Edit this out. And so you could offer your services as a graph comedian. Yes, because I think Seinfeld's there, or is it, or is it like? Oh, Steve so I should Martin say top of the there. field at that specific yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve but, Barton's got banjo comedy done. Who's your graph guy? Nah, because then it's a bit to me at least. Um, 
it's a bit like in the uh, Guinness World Records. Mm. You know, some of those records, it's like tallest man. You're like, that is a meat and potatoes Guinness World Record. That's awesome. That's like very fascinating. The whole world can compete. This is the tallest man currently in the world, 2.4 meters. Wow. But then some of the other records are like most times balanced uh, dinner plate on their fingers yeah. while standing in fire no one in Vanuatu. It's like, well, mm, mm. you know, that's just, you've combined three things. How many people have even yeah. attempted that? You know, we could all do that, come yeah. up with a specific thing. So, so you think it's comedy, just got to be common. A bit too specific, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's got to be like the 100-metre sprint. I think so. Who's the tallest man? Who's the shortest man? Yes. Who's the funny guy? The guy with the longest fingernails, the guy who holds oh, his yeah. arm above his head for 27 years to yeah. have some sort of kind of religious respect thing that I don't really, I'm not clear What's on. What's that one? I've never heard that. There's an Indian guy, I think, I think he's from India, definitely some hands one of the subcontinental effort. countries. He has put his hand in the air, some sort of religious dedication for at least 27 years. I, and I reckon 27 years was like... When I was twelve, and I swear to God, I saw a photo of him like he's this year, and he's still he's still and what's his hand the, up. How does the hand look? Awful, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awful. It's so no skinny. Yeah, it's like literally down to the bone. And kind is of his shoulder fucked? It's really awful. I think his shoulder. It must be. To be honest, I think it would have locked in to the point where he can't move his arm at all, and that's kind of. I call bullshit though. Okay. Because he, how does he sleep? He'd get a little break sleeping. Yeah, but he just lies on his other shoulder or something, surely. And then still, but you, it still would rest. Like he's yeah. not actually keeping it, it elevated. For no, the- but it'd be above his head. That's the point. It's above his head. Mm. So it's kind of yeah, above his head, but just in a horizontal way, as opposed to a, a vertical. God, you'd really want to be committed to the cause. I mean, look, I think it's important to, to differentiate yourself, and I'm not sure exactly what benefits have been bestowed upon him because of his Guinness World Record involvement. But like, I'm talking about him. I would love to see his masterclass. Yeah. Like, what did you do? He gets just well, my shoulder blade my is kind hand. of so fucked that it like kind of goes into my collarbone in a way that like I actually can't reverse mm. it after like the two years of doing wow. this. Yeah. So I just kind of pretended and like just- I was that dedicated, <laughs> but really I've just absolutely done my shoulder in and it was the first to break down in a masterclass. I don't know how I did it. It was an accident. You've got me. Having imposter syndrome all the way to the top and then admitting That's it awesome in a masterclass. If, it's, if it, he just put his, he, something happened, it got stuck up there. So then mm. you just made it. He was just helping an old great. lady on the plane, getting an umbrella down from the carry-on and then, yeah. oh. I would do that. My uncle's only got one leg. Like, okay. Lost in the car accident. Wow. I I would, if that was me, I would say I did it for to stop climate change. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was a protest. Just throw it in. Like you don't, if any you, anything's going on with your body, just say you're doing it for a political movement. I think the, tr- the trouble is, and the reason why you can't do that is because people will just rat you out. So you've got to move. Not if you've got one leg. You've you got to move to Darwin. Who's the monster that's like dobbing you in? It's like now you... Me. Yeah, but I mean, if I was, your life's great. You've got two legs. My uncle's well, only got one leg. Thank you. Let well, him be making some, a stand on climate change. Some have said I've change. got three. <laughs> <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> Absolutely by, by some, out. I mean me in a satirical way sometimes. Um, I think that it's the responsibility of friends and family to tell the truth in that situation. That's like the woman who was lying about having cancer and stuff. It's not right. No. It's frankly not right to steal valour in that way. She was lying to get money, wasn't she? Yeah, but come on. I just want to do it for like... Cultural cred is money. Yeah, or to get the Guinness World Records. Because you don't get paid for that. For what? what, 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 Being uh, in the Guinness World Records. If your uncle with one leg said it was because of a climate thing, what Guinness World Record are you winning there? Uh, Most dedicated to climate action. Yeah, most dedicated to climate. Or Mm. like... Because like what... I mean, to be fair, this guy, no one else has put their hand up, as far as I know, Mm. for that long. Put their hand up to put their hand up. Mm. Imagine that question in the masterclass. Would you recommend it to other people? He'd be like, no. Absolutely not. Are you kidding? It's my thing. Stay the fuck away. Oh. Get out of it. That is a good thing with those records is no one can overtake you as long as you keep doing it. You know what I mean? Where he dies and then there's some new young young kid on the block looked up to him. Yeah. Up. Thought, and oh, looked even up further up. at his hand. Look at that hand up there. <laughs> One day I'll get my hand up that high. And then he just starts as soon as he sees him. He's going to outlive him. Yeah. So, no, it is possible that you get taken Records over at some point. Records are made to be broken. I, sp- I think some are to be just kind of um, smirked at and ignored. Mm. And I think that's an example. I used to love the um, most expensive bikini as well in like maybe the 2003 or two. Uh, Guinness World Record. I was Did a big Guinness World Record Did you just get to see guy. a lady in a bikini? Yeah, Heidi Klum. Oh. It was awesome. That's great. I'm just trying to think of world records now. That was one that I remember. Why was the bikini so expensive? I'd had diamonds on it. Uh, um, 
Fair enough. Yeah. I got distracted. I bombed at Christmas with a present. Oh, right, yeah. I got my nan, nine-year-old mm. nan. Um, PS5. The PS5. And then I said, Masterclass. Yeah. That's how we ended up here. Oh, right. Good um, clarify. So I, she likes drinking a whiskey every night. She drinks two whiskeys. So okay. I got her like four very nice whiskey glasses. Great gift. That's what I thought. What do you buy a nine-year-old? Like, yeah. She couldn't have been more disinterested. Oh. She, I gave it to her. She was like, ah, oh, mm. thanks, Sam. I don't know what she wanted. Hang on. But it wasn't the whiskey what? one. Say it again. She goes, ah, oh, thanks, Sam. That's not too bad no, for a nine-year-old. my mum gave her a book and she was like, Catherine, this is terrific. Wow. I can't, like, she was very excited. Okay. Well, this is how we learn. Mm. This is how we learn what, what, but it's like she's what been, people in your life want. If she's been alive for so long, she should just be... She should have learned to do the fake no. excitement at Christmas. Time. No, that's the whole point of being old is you no longer have to do these little performances. And that's the one that stresses me out maybe the most about Christmas is that you have to kind of perform appreciation of gifts. That's why I much prefer giving than receiving great. in a Christmas setting. Yes. Because, yeah, the ones you're receiving are often from an auntie or something who's picked, let's be honest, a relatively random thing in some sort of gift shop in Westfield or like the table at General Pants or something that has like a different knickknacks on it or something. And you have to kind of pretend that you know what it is as mm. you say thank you. And no, you just don't even – you just say thank you so much. This is so nice of you to do this for me. Yeah, but I that's difficult go, to say if you don't know what it is unless you you're a good liar. You don't have to comment on it. Don't you? like a lot of the time it's a Oh, thanks. Wine, I'm going to use – oh, thank you. You don't have to say oh, I'm going to use it. You just go thank you so much. This is so nice. Oh, thanks. Perfect. Oh, I th- needed one of these. That's, you could throw that in. Yeah. Or you say, I was just talking to someone about this. But what if they sense your hesitation, sense that you're lying and never trust you again? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, well, I mean. There's high stakes, really. I don't, well. Arguably, you should be more comfortable in your family, but. No, uh, I think you, they, this is what's thrown me about Nat, is that it's like, <laughs> you should do the dance. Yes. It's rude not to do the dance. But she's nine, she doesn't have to do the dance. Don't make her do the dance. do the dance. It's like her life is, she's on the back nine of her she's, life. Yeah, I'm barely teeing off on the 18. This has ruined me now. Now I think every gift I've ever gotten anyone has yeah. been the wrong gift. No, if anything, it should give you confidence because usually you don't get this kind of reaction. So if you haven't got this kind of reaction in other times, that means you've nailed it. I don't know. No, with her, do you mean? No, but just generally. No, 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 because everyone else is doing the dance except Nan. Yeah, okay. So now I'm doubting every gift I've ever got. Ever. Oh, okay. You're like, what if everyone feels actually this way? I think I'm a great gift giver. But I don't think it matters as long as you get the dance back. Yeah, I don't know if I'll Obviously you'd love... Well, she was the last present I gave. Yeah, okay. Actually, I've got so a you... present for you. Oh, my God, so, yeah. So, yeah, you've got to do this. Oh, true. You've got oh, my God. No! Pressure on your... No, we've got to do the dance later. I've just said I don't like the dance. <laughs> I'm going to put some music but on But you'll get something you. nice, which is like a... Yeah, it'll be an easy one. I think it's the no. ones that are a bit more specific that yeah. are scary, you know, because that you don't quite understand what... A story doesn't arrive in your mind about how this benefits you immediately. Mm. Often, with most things, anything eatable or drinkable, you can be like, oh, great, looks delicious, thank you. Easy. 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 Anything that you actually will enjoy, obviously easy, because then you just tell them how much, you'd be honest about how much you enjoy it. But when you kind of don't understand exactly what it is, you don't need mm. it, and you don't really can't even imagine a world where you would ever well, that's want how to use it. You've got, you've got to like... It's like an improvisation game or something. You've got to like pretend to be someone yeah, else who well, does that. I guess I could see myself yes. using this or putting this yeah, on me. Exactly. I could have a plant. I could not kill a plant. I did a great dance at Christmas because mm. I got my girlfriend's mum mm. got me the, like a, a, a blue button-up shirt okay. from um, – it doesn't actually matter where it's from. Well, that's easy. You just got to go put it on and do a little fashion show, right? I know, of course. But yeah. the problem was, is I was wearing the exact shirt. No, she, yeah, the, a blue button, the exact, legitimately blue button, the exact shirt, the exact shirt. Well, that's just crazy. It was insane. I've complete never, coincidence. Complete coincidence. And her heart must have sank when she watched me come in for Christmas dinner, seeing the shirt I was wearing. And then they don't do. Christmas she might have dinner. been quite confused. Well, she might have been like, maybe he's already got. He's the come in. He's stolen it. And he's put it on. Have I told and you? He hasn't mentioned I've probably it. told you this a million times that when I went over and stayed in Perth to watch Raids Against the Machine when I was 18 with like oh, three friends and God, we that's, stayed. That's a fun 18 year old. It was a fun trip. And we stayed with a girl who was like a friend of, um, who lived in Sydney, but I think was from Perth and we stayed at her mum's place. And when we'd, we were there for like three days, or whatever. And then on the last day, we, uh, we were in town and we thought we should get a, um, 
a gift for the mum for letting us of crash. Great idea. And, um, you know, even as 18-year-old boys, we understood this. So we went to um, JB Hi-Fi mm. and we bought a Jason Byrne DVD, which is a, a comedian. A comedian, Irish comedian. Yeah, who we, because we were watching comedy one night at her place and um, she loved him. She was like this laughing. So thoughtful. So we're like, oh my God, we actually, that's one of the only things we know about her is that she likes Jason Byrne. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Got that. Then got back to the house, didn't want to come in with it because she was like in there and she'll know, she'll see the gift. So we kind of just hid the um, DVD in, in, the, in the JB Hi-Fi bag mm. in like a pot, like behind a pot, like on her balcony at the front or whatever. And like, we'll come back and like wrap mm. it later or come whatever. Anyway, I forgot about it. And then later she goes out for a cigarette, finds it, comes in like, which of you little fucks is trying to steal my Jason Byrne DVD? And we're like, what? Oh, no, no, that's a gift. She's like, no, I already have this. This is not a gift. This is mine. I love Jason Byrne. (laughs) I have every one of his fucking DVDs. And you liked him. I saw you laughing at the Jason Byrne on the DVD and you were fucking trying to steal. No, well, we're not. Yeah, but did you explain or did she do that? Yeah, we talked to, eventually talked about it. Did you have to take her back to the, because back to the, you have the DVD cabinet. We go through, see yeah, the exactly. double up. Exactly. Yeah. And did you have a proof of purchase? We, I don't think that we had the receipt, but it was still in the JB Hi-Fi bag. So like that, when we we're like, we bought it from JB mm. Hi-Fi. Look at the bag. Yeah. Plus, there's two here. God. She like, yeah, she calmed down. I tell you what, great. It is a great. It sounds like she likes Jason Byrne a lot. <laughs> well, so actually, was a great present. To me, it's like. Well, yeah, exactly. You're very defensive. Immediately assumes everyone else would like them so much. Has someone tried to that steal? They want to steal. Maybe that she like you can't get much Jason Byrne in Perth or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's like so, she's the holder of, and people are regularly coming around <laughs> under the guise of a cup of tea, yeah. trying to steal the Jason <laughs> totally. Byrne DVD. It's big Perth culture to try to steal comedy DVDs. I'm not sure, but it did make me think about how, like, yeah, a bad gift, like we were just saying, doesn't correlate with your interest at all. Mm. A good gift is something you'd enjoy. The perfect gift you'd think would be something that the person mm. would really, really, really love. But often those things they already have yeah. and could even get angry at you for yeah. stealing yeah, if yeah, you yeah. give them the exact so thing. So you don't want it, it to be It creates suspicion. Good. And so, so the, yeah, you're kind of only 70% on the spectrum. You want it to be 80% of their needs. Yeah. Because if it's 100% they've already got it, i.e. the blue button up. Or, or they the have some thing. weird story of why they don't have it and they have like an emotional fucking weird relationship with it. So like stay away. Yeah. But yeah, what was the mum's reaction to you? There was a lot of laughter. Okay. And I, I, I got up, we got a photo together. I smoothed it all out. Yeah, okay. It becomes, I, a, uh, becomes a comedy moment. Comedy moment. That's actually fun. And then I think she was a bit embarrassed. Yeah. Because she really liked the shirt. But as I said, something similar to what we just discussed. Though, yes. I was like, it's actually, you've given me the perfect present. And can I say, yeah. as someone who has a bit of a theme with what I, most of my shirts are from industry, um, like linen shirts from industry. They can't be that many on option. Well, that's like the thing. The- I have a few double ups and I have like four that are ver- various shades of olive green. Mm. So like a few double ups never hurt anyone well, is all can, I'm saying. Well, there's one more um, layer to yeah. peel off the onion here in this oh, story. Like a jacket? No. Over so the, the shirt? The or? blue shirt okay. that I was wearing that yeah. she got me, I actually already have another version of. Oh so my god! To, so you already have two. Now I have three versions. So I had two because. Did what, you tell her this? You I, can't I, I tell her this. Tell, I didn't tell her <laughs> that this. Would I be, didn't tell her she this. She would simply walk out into I, the cold. I took some a few people at the lunch aside and told them this, and they couldn't. Play, but I didn't tell this to her because I. What happened was I had this shirt. <laughs> And that is actually legitimately considerate that you didn't tell her. Like, I'd be pretty tempted to be like, oi, this actually gets funnier. <laughs> well, maybe I will tell her. Yeah. A, a bit of With time has passed away from it. And Good then decision. she'll know that I've got the receipt and I can get it. But at mm. the moment, I still have the shirt. So I'm rolling around with three of them. Yeah. But I will tell her as if we move past. Mm-hmm. But what, yeah, so a classic case, I had the shirt, couldn't find it, disappeared about 18 months ago. So I bought a replacement Three weeks ago, mm. I'm down in Melbourne. I walk, Three into, weeks. I, I walk into a place and they're like, you left your shirt here two years ago. Bang, I get the shirt back. What, Huey's or something? No, it was in the office at the project. You left your office, your shirt at the office in the, the project, project? And they've yeah. had like your name on it, ready to give it's it back to you for two years. Yeah. I walked in and then Liam was like, oh, that's your shirt. And then the you happen to get 
the same shirt like a few weeks later. Like it's come back into your yeah, life. And they re- this is, it's like Truman Show. Stuff. I believe in the occult. No wonder you think that when you went to Westfield, there was some sort of like announcement on the uh, PA system before you walked in being like, deliberately get in his way at the fan. escalators. Okay, don't do the thing where you stand dude, to the left. Someone is watching. Yeah. Weird shirt There's shit like is happening people to watching, you. I'm a high rating show. It's the Truman Show. I'm telling you. People are watching and they're like, Taunton is just like annoyed at yeah. life at all times. That would be funny to be like a version of Truman Show. Because obviously in Truman Show, he's oblivious and kind of is living a relatively happy life yeah. unbeknownst to the fact that he's being filmed. Yeah. But it'd be funny if he knew and was just worried about ratings. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get more. Oh, That's it. I I'm think bumming. that would be my... They didn't like the weekend. They didn't like the party on the weekend. Dude, the barbecue would, I had. God damn That would be my first response if yeah. I found out. I'd be like, oh. How, how do we rate? How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we up against? Exactly. Any feedback? Uh, we're up against the, a, survey a cat or? in a tube um, right. who's a bit of a different um, weird setting that we've... Have I told you about my theory about comedians? No. That... Or maybe. I, m- I might have told you about it. Mm. It's that we're like... Comedy doesn't actually exist. Oh. And that we're all, we've got like, you know, we're quite disabled, all of us, like comedians. Comedians. And we have carers. And they're all our agents and, like, the people that book festivals and gigs. Oh, like all the people responsible for kind of doing yeah, the admin yeah. and the organisation around and comedy the, events are actually think, our handlers. Totally. And the gigs are, like, just whatever, like playtime or whatever. And yes. they think, And they've told us this thing that we're, like, because the concept, you know, the concept of just so it's like when a disabled kid at the end of a basketball game or something is allowed to to do a layup and everyone celebrates them exactly, and that's kind of what comedy is. And they maybe I'm not sure. I haven't talked to someone who's had the opportunity to do that, but seem to think that it's like a real game and it's all yeah. it's a bit pretend for their totally. benefit to give them a good time. Yeah. So our, our our like agents tell us that we're better at like I think speaking you're... and we're really funny and we do it and they clap us. So and everyone in the crowd is all pretending. Well, they're just like other people. They're all NDIS workers. Right. Maybe. I think you're overestimating the funding that the medical system mm. or the health system has in Australia. And I feel like you'd have to be very special, a very special client to give this much, get this much support. Well, maybe we do. Maybe we all come from wealthy families. Yes. And they're paying extra. Do you come from a wealthy family? No, not currently. Okay. But, maybe, but, future. but also, <laughs> also, if comedy's not real and I can't comprehend it, yeah. maybe I also can't comprehend my family's wealth. Oh, they've kept it. I mean, they've to be honest, if I was wealthy, I wouldn't tell my st- like son that was so disabled that he needed to have some like intervention to this degree. Yeah, he doesn't because he know can't about be trusted. Finances. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to tell them. Mm. Or this you just is, say we don't have much money. This is paranoid Truman esque shit. This theory. Yeah, it's very similar. I think it's quite similar. Well, no, I don't think it all the time. Okay, but I remember one at, day and your lowest. One day, speak thinking about it, and mm. then I told Dan Rath, mm. and he was like, uh, "He goes, there's a good chance that that's real." Yeah, and then so I've held on to it. Well, I think it's then. actually quite unhealthy to believe this. <laughs> I think well, you guys really like it. <laughs> no, you guys are normal. You're all doing well. Yeah, but then it, I think it came after like we had done some bad sets. Yes, and then so the comedy, the concept of comedy seemed crazy. At yeah, that time. like that people would even want to come and watch. Totally, it's these like, people. Why does this happen? These pu- people in the crowd are frankly humouring us. I know that exactly. feeling. Exactly. And then you're like, why do these people even work in comedy? Mm. They have to be carers looking yes, after us. Totally. We've got pro- we've got some stuff going on. I think you're all killing it. Can we talk about wiglification quickly? Absolutely talk about Because we've been talking about wiglification previously. They're out on the circuit at the moment. And so I think at Splendor, we, we officially projected that the wiggles would perform. Mm. I don't think they did. I think some of them were in attendance okay. and were filmed – at Splendor, but I don't think they yeah. performed at Splendor. Um, I think maybe they got up before Lil Nas X recently. I think I saw that. They did get it. People just want them now for their Instagram shot. Totally. Yeah. But then, you know, they're at Falls. Oh, I've so seen they, this. Yeah. So they performed at Falls. The, like the, a whole set. Are they just build? A, a whole set. They're, I mean, I don't know if they were build, but they've got like a big um, inflatable thing behind them of the wiggle. Like it's, you know, yeah, a whole set. And they did a cover of um, some band's song. Like some punk song, I will get it up. What is it? What is it? What is it called? I think, and I know, like, no one else has been talking smack. I mean, we kind of started it on this podcast, yeah. The anti wiggle movement, mm-hmm. but it's like, and it's getting worse. It's getting worse, and I think we're really finding a losing battle. The chats, the you chats. Can't, you can't. Oh, they covered the chats. They covered the chats. Yeah, I mean, which someone replied um, to my Instagram story. 
making the point. I don't. I'm not familiar with the chats. I mean, I think I've I've Punk heard man. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they made the claim that the chats are kind of rich kids. Um, oh. pretending to be working class, which I'm not sure really? if that's the case. But that would add another dimension to it where it's like a kid's band pretending to be adult is pretending to be so who's a rich kid band pretending to be working class because the Wiggles are fucking billionaires the, yeah, that are exactly. for children and they're pretending to be kind of young people for adults but, that are working class. Like it's but are the Wiggles – so, okay, are the Wiggles doing it just to have a bit of fun? Yeah. If so – I have no harm, like, whatever, go for it. Have okay. a bit of fun. I love a bit of fun. So you're allowed, you, you think the Wiggles are allowed to have a bit of fun? But I don't. I'm much more cynical. I think that it's a carefully calculated PR move. I get the sense that the they, Wiggles want to double dip are trying to become an adult band. Well, I think, I think just, they're, within the year, this is my prediction for next year, they will release a single, which is for adults. 2023, Wiggles, at least a single. Down. Maybe even an EP. No, not, no one's doing EPs anymore. Okay. It'll be a single. All right. They're gonna, it's going to be that demo yes. entirely, just a single. Could be Spotify. a cover, like a, like a version-esque. No one wants to hear them do an original. I think they'll do a whole album. Do you remember covers. Ryan Adams, before he got Me Too, did a whole out cover album of Taylor Swift. It was awesome. Yeah, right. I think Wiggles will do that, a whole cover album. Maybe re-record it with the original artist as well. Oh. So, like, they come and do, like, a cameo on their own ding, song. Ding, money. This is yeah. money. This uh-huh. is huge. It's actually... T- I mean, they, they won the Rottles 100 them. with exactly this, so but why not do it more? A, it's such a double dip yeah. because it's like you do the Westfield shows for the kids, mm. bank there, now oh. you're going to do Splendour, Headline Splendour. They haven't performed in a Westfield for decades. Well, do the doing, other ones? They're doing fucking stadiums, aren't they? I don't know. I, in my they're huge they're, in my mind. So, is it the new children? That are doing this, that are at Falls Festival at the moment. No, is it the OG? Oh, yeah, it's fucking Jeff. It's crazy. Jeff's it's crazy down in Tassie on the 29th. He woke up, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Woke up to the opportunities to, to fucking capitalize on a millennial generation obsessed with nostalgia. That's what he's waking the, up to. The point, I the think, prick. you made this mm. point last time that they probably, when they got together. Surely they didn't get, like, their dreams would be children's entertainers. No, they weren't the cockroaches and they wanted to be a rock band. Mm. And so now you see this and now they're really doing whatever they can. You know what it's similar to? I've made this observation a lot and I'm not sure if it's always true, but I do feel like comedians, stand-up comedians specifically, but maybe most comedians, as they get older, kind of want to be taken seriously, Mm. particularly the very successful ones. They've kind of had it all. They've got the laughs. They've proved that they're funny and now they kind of want to show often that they've, you know, got a serious... Yeah, they're smart. They talk about politics. And they can be serious and they've got a serious side and they're they're real people and maybe resent the king of dancing like a monkey kind of making everyone laugh thing Mm. that they've been in. And I feel like it would be very similar with their wiggles. Like smiling and wiggling. It's pathetic. They've been doing it for 20 years and now they probably walk into like board meetings in like normal suits where they're like the big dick energy in the room. It's like, fuck, the Wiggles are here. And like big CEOs and stuff are like, oh, my God, Mr. Wiggle, like, oh, please sit down, like treating them like kings, you know. And, and they're walking around feeling like a fucking boss but it's wrong. all week and except for like one hour on the Saturday night where they have to put on a skivvy and go, hot potato, hot potato. Or- They'd be thinking during being like, I'm a fucking billionaire. I will fucking crush anyone who speaks down to me. I, I would deserve to be taken seriously. I'm an adult. I want to fucking rock out. I want to get the dreams that I always had since I was a teenager. Don't you think that they would oh. feel entitled to that? Tom's face is just gone as red as <laughs> Murray from the Wiggles. He's, getting He's the blue one, okay? No, Murray's the red one. Oh, is he? Oh, that's Anthony. Yeah, fuck. I think, Sorry. yes. Sorry I for yelling. That was crazy. What just happened? Just, <laughs> I got angry. Calm down, Tom. Calm I was, down. Imagine calm being down. a wiggle and no, having to wiggle like that. They surely can't comprehend what's happened, that they went from being the yeah. losers. At best, they would occasionally probably see a person they respect. Oh, so you don't think they, they were respected in the scene that they no, came no, up no. in? That, well, maybe in the kids' industry, obviously. They were the big dogs. But yes, in the no, terms before of, that. Right, no, 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 no way. Occasionally, yeah. someone they respect would have shaken their hand and been like, my kids loves you, love you guys. Thank you for everything. What, like a Bob Dylan or something? Oh, maybe the keyboardist from In Excess. Yeah, okay. At a gig I did the other right, night. Right, interesting. Kurt okay. Pengelly, do you know he's married to Lane Beachley? Did you know that? Oh. The guy from In Excess? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Lane Beachley is a surfer? A surfer, yeah. Okay, because she's got beach in her name. That's funny. In the front row at a comedy show the other night. Anyway, right. um, but okay. that, at best that's what they would have got. That's true. But now No good musician would meet the Wiggles and go, I love your stuff. I know. But now yeah. legitimately this next crop, and they cannot have predicted this, mm. that they are cool, that people are like, there is nothing yeah. cooler 
Totally. Me getting a pick or doing a duet. It's a bit ironic, women. though. This is what they probably don't realise. It's just like they're, Underneath they're fucking with you. Pathetic. No, but it's also not... So, like, Lil Nas X or whatever, mm. in terms of we don't know exactly what's motivating him to want to be associated with the Wiggles, I think it's a bit of a kitschy joke, obviously. Yes. Like, it's a funny, a bit of a funny thing. There's a bit of respect implied as well. It's not a completely making fun of the Wiggles, like, look how shit they are. A but it's a, it is. But it's a bit silly. It's not respect. I think 30% being, like, funny... I yeah. think 70% respect, to be honest. Like, you were a big part of my life. Even so, I... This is crazy. 30% is like, lol. Yeah. It's great. It, as if I would play, yeah. you know, a live show with you. And, but we're doing it. This is crazy. And creating, the, or like, a, I suppose, bringing together those aesthetics mm. is kind of new and interesting and a bit funny of, like, a very childlike, colourful, bright red, bright, bright blue, bright yellow with... Like a cool musician who you you know the sets that his live thing. You think it's aesthetic based? There's a bit of that. It's just an interesting new Mm. thing. Whenever you're doing an interesting new thing, I think that's what would attract people like Lil Nas X to do it. I feel like in three years it'll be kitsch. Only so many people can have the Wiggles fucking opening for them. But I agree that the Wiggles, and this is what I think is, it's a new reason why it's pathetic. Will go out on their own. But to the extent that they're internalizing these associations with people like Lil Nas X as like respect yeah. is a bit pathetic because it's like, it's a bit of a joke as well. Like it's not, don't well, so like if they're too smiling because they've finally made it because in excess never paid them any due. Isn't that a bit well, I think pathetic? The, I think it is a little bit pathetic, but I think the real test would be if they do release a song, your like your prediction. Yes. If they tour, mm. who is actually going to go to, well, I think they, yeah, I think like they already festival, do. A festival, like, of course, people are going to go, well, how fun is this at Dumb? Yeah. Who's buying tickets? They, this is my I prediction. I think people would, millennials would. This is my would. prediction. They tour, they will get, like, a cool indie band to open for them. Right. That are, like, doing quite well. Okay, I like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they'll get they could do the end more tomorrow. And millennials would go, oh, particularly if they if they had no like. Way. Oh, you reckon they'll do the end more tomorrow, and people would go just to see. Yeah, no children allowed. Car. I yeah, I reckon people would go ironically to get drunk. Don't those shows already exist? Maybe not at like somewhere as big as the end more, mm. but like they're pretty zeitgeisty. Particularly if they have a few singles. So if they have a few singles that are like a bit punky, but in a kind of very simple way, and like they're. Because they can't be too nuanced and they can't all be singing like really well. Yeah. Like Christina Aguilera, like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. like if the Wiggles completely changed their genre, it wouldn't make sense. It's got to be kind of. But they would have to do, it would have to be its own standalone live show. Those kids songs are just not enough. Although Mate, I thought there Peter is Coon- never a fucking world where the Wiggles <laughs> do a show and they're not doing a few big red cars no, or something. It's like, come on. It's like but when you go to see to. Oasis and they don't do Wonderwall. No. That time's a million if they're not doing a hot potato yes. or big red car or any children should have. They don't even wiggling. Dude. They're all wearing black being Dude. like, we do. We refuse to wiggle. So we stand perfectly still world, at the wiggle shows now. There's a huge world where Radiohead, yes. Big Band, don't play Creep anymore. Yeah, People but still then, go. Yeah. Silverchair, they stop playing tomorrow, like a year after it came out. They're not the fucking wiggles, dude. Well, I'm just saying people have successful careers. They yes. might, if they release this album or this big song, there is a world where their ego is going to get so big where they're like, you know what? Well, they want to. Make, We're not going to give you're them You're making me want this to happen because the <laughs> idea will, of I the Wiggles, are they still in the skivvies? Yeah. <laughs> and they refuse to wiggle. <laughs> to come out dressed as the Wiggles, sing only serious stuff, and refuse to do to physically wiggle in any way, shape, or form is a funny move. I think. Do you know what I think is going to happen to them? Like the end result, mm. all of this is they won't be in the skivvies. Yes, they won't be doing the kid songs, mm. but they're going to have a residency at like the workers in Balmain or something, and wow. they're just going to be playing covers. That is their like people will you give everything up. I don't for, think you understand how. Dream. Okay. Gotcha. But I think you're vastly underestimating how successful they are. I think they're so successful. They're but literally I also brilliant. Think you're they could right. pay for PR to even feel like somewhere like the end more for like a decade if they wanted. No. And do it every no, year. No, not yeah. with adults just playing adults. Oh, I'm saying without Big Red Car. Okay. I'm saying without any of the hits. Okay. First show. They release a You new sell album. lots of tickets. Originals. Second show, you could have trouble getting some returns back from that first show where they just did all originals. Of well, like yeah. punk songs, that, punk songs of them expressing kind of what's it's difficult to live at yeah. Rose Bay. It would be like that. Pickwich Private School. I send my son. Mm, yeah, there's more to me than kids' songs. <laughs> yeah. 
Dorothy was actually my ex-girlfriend, not a dinosaur, or whatever they're They do the wiggle about. guns and then put both uh, handguns in their mouth and, and, and then pull, pull the, the trigger, trigger and then yeah. it's like... Wow. And that's, that's the end of the song. I see that. In, that's a great film clip. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. It's a really good film clip. Um, no, but I just think it won't last. Like, it wouldn't last. I think it'll fizzle out and they'll end. Mm. Like, and it'll end up with them in sunnies, like, you know, wearing leather jackets Counterpoint. Obviously that imagery... Doing their own songs. That imagery is sad and a bit pathetic. But, you know, what they do in their own time is fine. To be honest, to the extent that they change to be adults, it's no longer the infantilization of society through the wigglification that I originally was concerned with. So I think what sickens me about the mm. wigglification of our society is the infantilization associated with it of people wanting to have nostalgia for when they were three. Like, nostalgia for when you're 15 is one thing. Nostalgia for being a toddler is ridiculous. If, however, the wiggles become more adult, I think that's still pathetic. And I've got one more thing to say on that. But it's not as bad as everyone kind of um, turning back into it, their toddler selves. I think, though, if they did do a single and if it was okay, I think there would be an appetite for people to seem cool to say that it was actually really good. Okay. I think you'd have a lot of people going like, you know the new Wiggles track? Yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty. So this is sick. a point we haven't even discussed. Yeah. What if it? What if they're really good? <laughs> what, <laughs> what if, if they legitimately? Come out, it's really legitimately awesome. is like mm. so good at music, and we have to be like, shit. This yeah. Is, this is amazing. Okay. Because we're discarding the fact that it'll yeah. be. We think it'll be like whatever that Tame Impala cover was. Yes. Like nothing. Yes. You know, like whatever. Well, still wiggle style. Still for three year olds. Style for three. But what if they release like. Mm. A Bruce Springsteen at <laughs> Born in the USA yeah. style album. Okay. And everyone's got to stop and be like, this is like a moment in culture and history and like. Kind of Australia, dripped with Australiana, yeah, yeah, like yeah. anthems that yeah. really capture the mood totally. of the day. He, like some like solos that's mm. like Murray just mind melting. Yeah. Yeah. Like that could do Maybe that. skits, like hip hop albums in the, like the late 90s, early 2000s, where wow. it's like them chatting in the studio and they're like swearing and they're oh, like being like, really sick. Like, really awesome. Like through the album. Yeah, like, just like oh. 20 second interstitials where they're oh. like, hey, Murray, how about you throw me a new fucking beer before we record this next track? All right, how, count me in, Jeff. One, two, I want two. And it's all cool. I mean, it could, that, that <laughs> was that cool. What I just that, that, that seems cool. I, I pictured them in the studio. How about you throw me a fucking beer, Murray, and then we crack on into this next track? Hit it, Jeff. You sound, stuff like that. You sound, until you said hit it, Jeff. Hit it, Jeff. Sounded like private school boy. Okay. But before that, sounded like Australian punk artists. Yeah. Trying to be like yep. cool. Also, yeah. private school boys. Yeah. The private school boys. <laughs> Do you know who they would get to, to open for them? Mm. They would get Camp Cope to open. Oh for my them. god. <laughs> And Camp Cope would do it in a goddamn they heartbeat. They would love it, wouldn't they? <laughs> I don't know. Would they like the all-male nature of the OG lineup? I feel like Camp Cope could be... Um, well, they bought Emma in, you know, so Emma could... Yeah, is she involved in this? I don't think I don't she know. is. I don't think she is. But it's still like, it'd be such a huge platform for them. Yeah. I think... I think you simply can't say no if the Wiggles call on the big blue phone or whatever the fuck. Well, I mean, we would say no if they were like, we want to go on a podcast Open. to promote. Yeah. Would we would we bring them in? Actually, it would be good to like try to talk. To would them. I have the wiggles on this? Yeah, don't you think? Or do you think it'd be cool to say no? Would be well. No one. The problem with saying no is that no one would know you said no. You'd have to publicise that you said no. You'd have to verbally do a mm-hmm. LeBron James style Miami Heat announcement. Yes. To say <laughs> the decision. We're not taking their talents into the studio. <laughs> we'd do a masterclass on how to say no to four of the fucking worst guys in the world. I would love a masterclass on how to say no. Go to the Wiggles. Not just to the Wiggles. To anyone. Oh, right. Yeah. Just to yeah. How to say if no. If anyone needs a masterclass on saying no, it's you. How could I say no to the? I would do any. For the if they if they turn up right now and they were like, could you be our roadie? Quit, yes, quit stand up. I would yep. be like, yeah. Any what do you mm. need? You couldn't say no to the, them. And maybe mm. that's why. That's the other thing. Maybe that's why they're having this moment is because they're just asking. And then they're going up to Little Nas. Can we do a song? And he's like, oh, I think that's okay. Probably true. They go to Splendor or Falls. Yeah. Like, can we do a set? And they're like. Yeah, or like, all right. I don't know how the music industry works, but I assume their fucking like touring manager or whatever is like the biggest guy because it's like, mm. and the most powerful person. He's probably twisting all sorts of arms to it's get also, this, these fucking wiggles on these lineups. So it's not a completely new phenomenon. And uh, imagine being, go imagine well. being a new children's act. Oh, 
You'd be fuming. You'd hate the Wigglers. Any, you think are, we don't like the Wigglification? Imagine like no, being an up and comer. They've been around for twenty years. It's like pass the baton. No, the holy doolies are waiting in the wings. They just never had it. No, the they didn't have it. But if you were a new kid, uh, you would see this ground, like this pathway laid out for you. Oh, being I like, know. I see where the end result is. I'm going to be playing Splendor. Yeah, in thirty years. Look nah, what they've done. They're hogging it. You think you think the Wiggles are the only one that can? It's like when Israel Folau went from mm. rugby union to AFL. Yeah, it's almost like you you think it can't be done. <laughs> kids music to to the main. You could go main stage kids album. Yeah, like you'd be doing Splendor, Glastonbury. Yeah. Mm. Do the kids album. People would think you're so cute. They'd love your erotic children's book. Yes, almost impossible to go the other way. Mm. And the Wiggles have done it. Okay, what about like Lil Nas X goes. For children, he could do that. I easy. suppose he, I saw him actually. There's a video of him singing "Old Town Road" at a like a primary school in totally. In front and of a bunch do, of eight years. They do like Sesame Street and yeah. stuff. It is so easy to go the other way. Yeah. Okay. But going. Yeah, you can't go back. What they've done is pretty amazing. Well, they haven't done it yet, but they're going to fucking try to. And I hope that you're right. That the Wiggles it'll fizzle out. They have an album of serious songs and then tour and refuse to play any old Wiggle tracks and a drunk of the lamest nostalgia sickened millennials are booing them and have to watch. It would be like so two good. hours Chance of boomers like, try to do punk music. Car, big red car. It was like when I saw Liam Gallagher at mm. Splendor this year. Yes, and everyone was being like Wonderwall, and he kept going, "I'll fucking get to it when I get to it." <laughs> and then he started being like. He started like teasing everyone and goes, This is this song by a band called Oasis and then we'll just launch into a new song. Yes. So I would like to see them yeah. have to face that kind of uphill battle. Be like, what's another big one? They've got fruit salad. Yeah. Like, fruit salad. <laughs> Play fruit salad. It's also not new my final point is yes. um I saw mm. um Peter Coombe. Do you know who Peter Coombe yes. is? Yes. At uh Fall Festival one year. He did wash your teeth with orange juice. And it went off like nothing I've ever Wash seen. Wash your teeth with orange juice. Well, that's the and, that's the and, point that I think maybe like I made on the last ago. one is that Cambo told me that apparently that guy, Peter Coombs, mm. started doing adult shows maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Mm. And then Wiggles started doing it. So and he's the actual trailblazer. Well, so he's the trailblazer, first of all, with kids' songs, I think, in the early 90s. 90s I think he was pre-Wiggles. And then started doing adults kind of ironic shows and then the Wiggles copied that too. So no one would agree with us more than Peter Coombs. Let's get Peter Coombs on. I reckon we get, get him on. I would love to get Peter Get a masterclass from him about how to do children's music and how to respect yourself enough to stay in your lane for the rest of your life. That's good. Stay in your lane. Well, you've been quite like publicly like going out there about this Wiggles thing. Mm. Maybe you could try to interview Peter Coombs. Just email him yeah. and then try to write an article. I mean, this. I think the Sydney Morning Herald would re- eat this kind of thing up. Yeah, if right. If you wrote an opinion piece about the mm. Wiggles, the Wigglefication of society, and yes. had quoted Peter Coombe. Yes. Man, that'll get some eyeballs on it. Look, I've really enjoyed this because I feel like I'm going to do that and the Masterclass <laughs> thing. And I feel like my comedy show for next year. Is, Maybe is, I'm doing a Masterclass <laughs> right now. Okay, I'm ordering an Uber. That All right. Get Sounds good. A podcast has changed my life. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in, 